Joining us now, the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline, the number four ranked bantamweight in the world, and one half of the main event of UFC San Antonio on March 25th at the AT&T Center, Cheeto Vera. Cheeto, welcome to uh, to Fight Night. How are you, man? I am doing well, man. I, I am excited. A, first off, I'm excited to talk to you. But second, I cannot wait to see you fight here in San Antonio. I'm excited, too. Uh, I'm excited about the fact that we have a, we have a bigger stage. We have a... I have a bigger opportunity to shine on in front of a lot of people live on ESPN. So, you know, it was a little bit of a bummer, uh, the change, uh, because when you're ready, you just want to go and perform. But, you know, the the bigger the stage, the, the, the brighter the lights. So I say getting ready for that, too. Nice. So, so what happened? So you were actually scheduled to main event a card in a little bit over a week, right? On, on February 18th. Next, next, next week, pretty much on... You know the UFC call uh, offering the change. Uh, you know they 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 came at us and was like, "Hey guys, we need." You know, I'm guessing they need a a nice main event, and you know, I'm pretty sure R is a pretty good one. So they went and asked us if we are okay to change the date. Initially, my thoughts were like, "You know what? I'm ready now." So why? risk more time of training uh you know shit can happen people can get hurt you know i'm not i'm knocking on wood but anything can happen in a in, in a fight come you know so for 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 now it's, it was just like you know what let's try to keep the fight on the on the 18 and then they they did ask like okay but we actually need you to move and i was like, okay if there's if that's if that's my if there's no choice and then you explain me how big uh march 25th will be I say, you know, I'm a company man, so let's let, let's do it. You know, I'm sure when I ask or need something, they will they will give it to me. So, you know, I do something for you, you do something for me. That's how they, that's how life works. That, I I totally agree, right? So so how does that change your training, right? So you you were trying to peak next week, but now what what did you have to adjust and move so you're peaking at the right time and not too early? You know, that's um for me that's just like I take. Of course, a couple of days off because pretty much I was ready to go. So I take a couple of days off and then, you know, eat a little more food because I was losing weight and stuff like that. So now the good thing about all this, like I have my nutritionist living with me. So she can adjust that. She can feed me better now uh, a little more so I can, you know, because I don't have to go away next week. So, you know, there's pros and cons, but you got to see the good side of things. You know, I got more time. Uh, I'm going to be sharper, I'm going to be redder, I'm going to be stronger, so I really can't wait. And the fact that we have a crowd to make happy, I'm down for that too. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the consensus. I mean, I don't want to say, like, it's a shame that you were fighting the Apex, but, like, this fight needs to be in front of a crowd. Like, with, like how? what do you think about you and Corey that, and that matchup that just brings fireworks, right? That that's gonna that the crowd is going to add to that fight. Right, yeah, you got, you got two guys that they come forward and they fight. You know, you have a guy in, in Corey. He's a great kickboxer, um, have a pretty good grappling, he fought the best of the best, I fought the best of the best, and we need, we, we're going to meet up in the center of that cage, and we'll see who who came ready, who, who wanted more, and who did his homework, so I'm very confident I'm going to go in there and, and, and break him, so I'm, I'm ready to go, and I'm you know ready to give the fans what they pay for. Yeah, so, I mean, Corey, he's a little bit taller than you. He's three inches taller than you. But surprisingly, you've got, a, like, an inch longer in reach. 
but how do you look at, you mentioned his kickboxing, but how else do you, do you kind of size him up as an opponent? Any, any past opponents you, that you think about maybe uh, reflect his style or anything? Um, honestly, I'm not a guy that really, you know, I don't really try to have the perfect turning partner. Like, oh, I need somebody who mimic my opponent, I'm, you know, because you can mimic other, other people. You can do a little bit. You can, you know, I can have somebody moving around and I'm chasing the guy. But honestly, I just bring high level sparring partners and, you know, it's either I'm right or I'm not, you know. Sometimes I have good days in the gym. Sometimes you don't. But I'm not the type of guy that look for a perfect sparring partner. Like, oh, this guy moves perfect like him and he's forced to move like my opponent. I mean, like, I bring good wrestlers. I bring great grapplers. I bring high-level kickboxers. I spar per boxers sometimes. So I'm, I'm a fighter, and I'm ready to fight. What do you think about the guy? He's a good fighter. Yes, I'm good too. So I just feel like I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a great time. I have good momentum, and I know the guy will come ready to fight. I'm seeing all worst scenarios in my head. So for me, it's more like who really wanted more, who, who really more reps. I like to keep the Kobe Bryant mentality. A lot of people really work hard when they have a fight. I work hard year round. I'm 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 trying to get better every day. And by the time my opponent, any I'm talking about any opponent, uh, goes in there and try to get better, I already have I'm already miles ahead of them. And that's what I've been showing in the last couple of fights. So to me right now, doesn't matter who is in front of me, I'm gonna win. Nice. How much of that kind of mentality, I, I mean, you mentioned the, the Kobe Bryant, that, that Mamba mentality, right? So how much of that can you attribute to, you know, training with guys like Jason Perillo, training, you know, at, at, at Hookah and uh, out there in Orange County? Um, make no mistake about it. The, the main reason I'm, you know, mainly ranting three times in a row is because a guy like Jason Perillo put me at this level. He hired me a guy that listens. He hired me a guy that will never complain about things or question things. You told me, walk on your hands for a day and that will get your punching harder. I'm going to walk on my hands for a day. So I just, you know, I see, I listen, and, you know, things are being reflected in my fight. So that was the biggest asset for me. I was needed somebody like him to get me where I am today and to get me ready for that. So here I am with a, with a coach that has been there and he's always working on getting better. So that's a, that's a reflection of the painting he's doing with me. I love that, right? So uh, the great thing about you right now is that this is your, you mentioned your third main event in a row. It, this is also like, you've been on ESPN before. So are you now accustomed to, hey, this is, I'm a main event fighter, right? I, I'm accustomed to the media that I have to do, the, the, the pressure that I have from being a main event fighter. Are you now at that point where you're like, hey, yeah, this is, this is the best Cheeto mentally and physically in your career? This is a great Cheeto for you guys. And this Cheeto only gets better. And, it's, and I, I still hungry. I'm still making questions. I'm, I'm not, I don't let none of these, these things get to my head and think that I'm good enough to work hard or I'm good enough to just chill, or I'm good enough to decide what I'm doing. I'm every day in that gym, and I'm every day making questions and just trying to figure it out how I can become better. And and yes, to answer your question, yes, I am a main event fighter, and I'm the guy that people is paying to watch now. 
I love it. I love it, Cheeto. Guys, you're listening to Cheeto Vera, one half of the main event at UFC San Antonio. You actually buy tickets now. And uh, he's fighting Corey Sanhagen March 25th at the AT&T Center. Cheeto, your last loss was you know a few years ago uh, to just Jose Aldo, a champion, a great fighter. You've been perfect, though, ever since. What did you learn? Right? What 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 changed there that really helped you? I mean, you were a killer before, but I mean, even a killer since then. Like, what what changed after that loss? Like, what did you learn? Um, I think that loss was probably the best thing that can happen to me in my life. You know, of course, I wanna. I probably, if you ask me, if if you can choose a fight, I probably will pick the guy so I can, so I can kill him, right? But, um, that loss give me something mentally that nothing ever I got it before, not even from training, not even from losses in the past. That loss right there was a life changer. I, I will tell you right now, I will wake up in the middle of the night, pissed off, mad about how I lost that fight because I lost that fight. When I say I lost it, it's not like my coach didn't do good enough or I didn't have training or I don't have training partners or I have an injury. I'm not a guy that will put excuses ever. That loss, I lost myself. I got too cocky, too excited, and I got trapped in a position. Because when you're in there, only you can feel the energy. Only you can see who's picking up, who's giving up. And by the end of the second round, I just felt him gone. Like he was mentally broken. But you're going to still lose in a fight even there. Because I did lose a fight. I get too loose. I get a little cocky. And I paid a big price of that fight. I lose a lot of money. And that was my chance to to get what I am today. But I'm glad that happened because that teach me my greater lesson ever and see what I am right now. I fed from that. I was I said like I'm not gonna let that happen to me ever again. And here we are. Yeah, no, I mean you think about that. And and since then you've won four in a row, two of them have been over former UFC champions, right? Now, what does that do? Know that, hey, I've gone in there with UFC champions. I've beat them. How does that change the confidence when you walk into a cage right now? That's really like a good, that's a great trophy to have. You know, you're collecting big heads right there. You're collecting like big names and big names get you to big checks. So um, I'm not a guy that say no to fights. I'm not a guy that is shy away from any, any, any challenge like that. So, I'm I'm that guy that you the UFC knows they can come and I'll be there. Yeah, you mentioned big names get you to big fights and, and big fights obviously get you to big checks. Uh, the division right now, it's in a weird place. Aljamain, he's the champion. He still is not scheduled. And I don't know, maybe he'll be scheduled into a fight by the time that you fight at the end of March. Uh, it's rumored he's going to fight Henry Cejudo. Uh, I know Sean O'Malley's there. You got a win over Sean O'Malley. Uh, but does an emphatic win over Corey Sandhagen, and let's say that fight's not booked between Cejudo, do you jump him? Can you get a title fight next off of this fight? Or do you think you just, you're going to have to wait until after that Cejudo-Sterling fight eventually gets booked and, and they fight? Um, That's really up to the guy that holds the belt, right? Now we have a guy holding the belt. Um, see a little bit of a drama queen, a little bit of everything, right? It's still a great fighter. It's still somebody that can beat you. But um, who knows what they're doing, right? Him and Cejudo like to go those cheesy promos in, in front of each other and kind of like touch butt and be cool. I mean, if I'm really fighting you, I'm not playing those games. Either you respect me or respect you, we're cool. We can be in the same room. You give me a little bit of energy, I'm throwing at you. But, you know, they're, they're calling promos. They're trying to make it the fight cool. If you ask me, 
who really want to see that fight. You got a guy retire, a guy that won the belt of no champion, that retire against a guy that pretty much fake his way to a title shot with an injury, then pretty barely won the rematch. And now, for, and then his last fight, he fought a guy literally that came hurt. So, um, you know, he haven't really kind of like solidified his name. He, he just, but he got the bell. I'd rather have the bell than done ever. So good for him. But who knows what happened? I, right now, really, if you ask me my honest opinion for, out of my heart, I don't give two f**ks about who have the bell or who's number one, who's number two. I got Corey Hagen in front of me. That's all that matters to me because I got to be the guy first. You know, I can't talk about the towers and I can't talk. I can make myself a fool and tell you all these things right now and cut you a great promo so you can be like, oh, wow, he's super confident. You get in there, you get an ass kick. Nothing that you say really, really matters. So my focus and my energy is to really go through Sanhagen. And after that, we'll have another conversation. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk to you after the fight, but also be there in person. My last question, though, uh, Cheeto, I heard you talking about uh, an ice bath. You get an ice bath every day, then, then you hit a sauna as well. Uh, I know the benefits, right? I've heard people talk about the ice bath. Do you do the ice bath before the workout or, or after the workout? It all depends what I'm doing on the day. Um, I, I really play by ear when I get in the ice and the sauna. I had it in my backyard, so I can really, I do it when I feel I need it. Uh, it's either I need a, I need a wake up or I need a recovery. Um, I do, I do, I do a couple times a week. I do it pretty often and it's really beneficial. Like, all my friends, everybody around me, I tell them, hey, dude, this is not a uh, paid partnership. I, you know, I pay for that because you want your health to be in another level. And that thing maintains you and, and gets you really, really good. So I'm glad I invest in myself because that's probably one of the best investments I ever did. Awesome. Are you, uh, I'm, I'm more of an ease my way into a cold plunge. Are you just a get right in kind of guy? I just jump on it when, whenever I need it, whenever I schedule myself. If I tell myself I'm going to do it at the end of Wednesday, last session, I don't, I don't cut corners. I open that thing, jump in it, put a five minute timer, and then I jump in the sauna. I love it. Man, Cheeto, I cannot wait for this fight, guys. Like I mentioned before, tickets are on sale right now. This fight is going to be a banger. Uh, it's got to be. A, it's, it's the contenders right at the Bantamweight division. Cheeto, we can't wait to see you on Fight Night and talk to you there. And uh, grateful that you're coming to San Antonio. Thank you so much for joining us on Fight Night, and thanks for the time. Oh, thank you, man. I already got my, my sports jerseys. I got the Rod and the Manu jersey, so I know who they were rooting for. So get ready. Don't blink. I'm coming. I'm coming in hot. Oh my gosh, the, the, the crowd is going to blow up for you, Cheeto. They're going to be so pumped to have you there. Thank you so much, man. Have a great day. You too, brother.